welcome to the Parent Podcast. I'm Jeremy, and with me is Mike Eilers, our new student pastor. We've been here for three months. He looks like the professor. We call him Professor Eilers. The wise one of us all. That is, these glasses make me look smart. And over here we've got John Dewey, who you can't see, thankfully, for your (laughs) sake. The truth hurts. And yeah, he's not a youth pastor anymore. He is the lead pastor now. Uh, but he's still part of what we do as a church. And so, uh, especially for the Parent Podcast, we want to remind you the goal is to equip, encourage, and empower parents through, uh, just for the Parent Podcast specifically, through topical teaching ideas to come alongside you and help you as you're on a quest to parent well. I don't know. I think you guys are on a quest. For what? Yeah, what are we on a quest for? As parents, to parent well. I'm just saying that's a great word. A quest. quest. That's obvious. You're on a quest. So we want to encourage, equip, and empower you through the Parent Podcast. And John will continue to help us with that. Mike will jump in and help us with that. Um, And so as we start the year, it's been a few months since we've had a Parent Podcast. And so we'll be getting back into it uh, at least once a month. And so you can find those on iTunes and Google Play and all that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, if you found it and are listening right now, you already know where to get it. Um, yeah, but here, as we start this year, here's an interesting thought we want to pose to you um, to help you this year. As students are starting school and as you're getting into a good routine, it's been a couple weeks now, um, but we think there's something really good for you to consider as, uh, as we start the year. And here's the, the statement. Your answers aren't as nearly powerful as your questions. Your answers aren't nearly as powerful as your questions. So what do you think about that? Literally, take a second to think about it. (laughs) Now they're giggling. Because how long should we wait? No, your answers aren't nearly as powerful as your questions. So this isn't an easy truth to accept. Most people, including many parents, including the three of us, and I don't know if you've ever met Tim Crosby, um, but people love to talk (laughs) and talk and talk and on and on. They've got an opinion on everything. Um, they, they want to make sure everyone knows what their opinion is. They really are sure that their opinion is what matters and what counts. And so they want you to know that. Um, and so uh, think about talking with your kids, right, Mike? That's right. Yeah, yeah. As, as, us as parents, you know, we need to think about talking with our kids. And uh, maybe for some of us parents, maybe that even needs to start with thinking about talking with our kids because we don't do that already. You know, parent, many parents, they want to talk to their kids but as kids grow older, they become less and less interested in talking with us as parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel that at home with my kids. Um, you know, you ask them questions and they're just, they don't want to become involved. They don't want to answer those questions. So, you know, they feel less inclined to return the favor of asking questions. So maybe we need to consider, you know, uh, our lives. Maybe we need to consider our life, our journey, and think about the people who have impacted us greatly when we're asking questions. You know, many times, um, uh, though people have, have mastered a skill where they didn't do a lot of talking, But they got a way of talking, getting you talking. You know, they had mastered that incredible skill of getting you to talk. Uh, You know, there's an art of asking questions. And and they knew when to speak and also when to listen. I think that's key is that you don't always speak over your kids. Give them a chance to listen and, and be able to ask questions back. So, you know, they knew how to take a conversation and they knew how to craft it into something impactful you know, and make an impactful moment out of that. So what can you do? How can you master the art of asking questions? Yeah, so that's kind of the title of our podcast today, The Art of Asking Questions. We want to help you guys master that. Um, We got a bunch of these ideas from a guy named Matt McGill, who's a youth pastor, and uh, we kind of pulled some stuff from him and reformatted it for us. And so um, John's going to start with the first one of four. 
Yeah. So we're looking at the four reasons why asking good questions matter because that's the goal. Um, we don't just ask questions because um, you want your kids to have a relationship with you. You just don't want your kids to know information. You want them to have a good relationship. And so why does asking questions matter? Here's the first reason why. Um, questions are personal. Right? So if you want a personal relationship with your kid, then you need to ask questions because questions are personal. And so asking personal questions um, with, that elicit responses from your kids, that's a way of forming that bond. That means that you need to stop asking questions that somebody can give a one-word answer to. Right? And so you've done this. I've done this. You pick up your kid. You get home. You sit down at the dinner table and you say, how was your day? Unless you have the kid of all kids, the answer is either fine or bad, or it's just a grunt. Mm. Right? Right. So get away from that. So instead of asking, <laughs> how was your day? I'm going to start asking, what was the favorite part of your day? At the Dewey House, when we sit down for dinner, um, we do what we call high lows. We say, hey, what was the best part of your day and why? What was the worst part of your day and why? Because you can't give a one-word answer to that. They still try, but we ask the why. And so start to ask questions that are open-ended. And because here's the reality, the questions you're asking in just normal times, you're setting a default for how you're going to talk to your kids all the time. Like, what about when issues come up? What about when problems happen? What about when there's struggle between you and your kids? Like, if all you ever do is just ask uh, one-worded questions or all you ever do is lecture, that's what you're going to naturally default to. And here's what you know. Lectures don't work. Not really. And I say that as a dad who this morning on the way to work spent 10 minutes lecturing my boy because of something he did. And as we're driving and I'm lecturing, all of a sudden, getting any of this. Why? Because all he wants me to do is be quiet. And so literally there was this moment this morning in the car, we're almost in the middle school, where I stopped and just said, all right, dude, man, I'm sorry. Will you tell me, and this question, would you tell me why you did this thing? And I let him talk to me about it. And I said, will you tell me how it feels when you did that and when I'm lecturing you? And I had to draw it out of him. He's not thinking, right? But it changed our conversation. I don't want my boy to just have information for me. I want a relationship with him. So questions, good questions, are tailored to that individual kid, that individual friend, that individual spouse. You know your kid unlike anyone else. So ask good personal questions. And when you're in those hard times, ask good personal questions that will cause conversation to happen. Yeah, definitely. So that was a big one. That was a huge one. That's kind of the base for asking questions and the art of asking questions and why good questions matter because questions are personal. And you start to build that personal relationship. And obviously, you've got a personal relationship with your kid. Um, but when you start to ask good questions, you don't just default to a lecture mode. You don't just ask one-word answer questions. You start to build that relationship, and you start to open up um, your thinking. And that's, that leads to the second thing. Questions provoke thought. And so first thing, questions are personal. Second thing, questions provoke thought. And so here's a question for you. What are th- three things in nature that you find most beautiful? And so now that's totally random. Before I asked that question, were you even thinking about nature? Probably not. Maybe if you're out on a walk listening to this or you're in your car, um, regardless of where you're at right now, it provoked a thought about what you like about nature. Three things you like about nature. What are the three best things or three things you find most beautiful in nature? And so really that was a random question for you. But there are hundreds, if not thousands, of great questions like this that will provoke thought. If if I were to ask you, do you like nature, yes or no would have been good enough and an adequate response. We both could have gone on with our day. 
and forgotten about each other. <laughs> but critical thinking skills, as you learn from your uh, students' teachers, are hugely important in life and especially for the mind, uh, the developing mind of a kid. And you can help prepare them while also investing in your personal relationship with them by asking questions that provoke great thought. You're giving your kid an opportunity to engage with you. And so if you need to, take a minute to Google random questions to ask and uh, find lists upon lists of just those random questions and print one off and put it at your dinner table. We've got tons of these lists available uh, to help you out as well just on our server. So if you want to email us, we can get you some of those and help you start to ask questions that will provoke great thought. So, Mike, what's the third thing? That's right. So, you know, we've gone through questions are personal. We said questions provoke thought. This uh, next one, questions spark more questions. I think that's kind of a no-brainer. But, you know, just for example, try to remember back to when you were a child. Uh, maybe even remember back to when your child was between, like, three and six years of age. You know, the most common word probably used during those ages was the word why. It often was used as a question for you in what seemed to be a never-ending cycle of the same question. You ask them why, you give them an answer, and they'd ask you why back, and then you give them an answer, and it's just, it was insane, and you just shut down the conversation and never speak to your child again. Beautiful. But, uh, you know, if you have more than one kid, you probably answer that question why probably a million times or more, you know? <laughs> Here's a big idea that you probably already know, but it's a good reminder. It's a reminder that questions spark more questions. When you provoke thought through good questions, that leads them, that leads your kids, your students, to asking more questions. Questions about their life, questions about family, about why things are the way they are, or about stuff in their day. I mean, that's obviously, that's what you're intending to do, is to get them to ask questions as well, to answer you, but to also ask questions. So questions spark more questions. And, and you know what, this takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. But if you create an atmosphere in your family where it's safe to ask questions, even those controversial ones, even those ones about their own doubts, your kids will open up more to you, and they'll learn to freely ask you more questions back. So this creates an open environment. This creates a safe space to ask your questions uh, to your kids and have them ask questions back. Yeah, and Mike, that's so key, just that idea of um, if you want your kids to have the freedom to ask you good questions, you've got to ask them Good questions. Yeah, you got to straighten right. it up. Yeah. And that really, that brings us to the fourth thing, right? We're talking about the art of asking questions and four reasons why it matters. Here's the fourth one. Questions express humility. Every parent who's listening to this, here's what you know. You're not perfect. You're not. You know that. I know that, right? It, there's been something that happened today to remind you that you are not perfect. Except you, Mike. Except Mike. That's well, why he's we the hired professor. Him. The professor. Obviously. That's why we hired him. Yeah. yeah. But you also don't know everything, right? You don't know everything about parenting. You don't know everything about life. Like this was illustrated to me even last week. Ruthie, my oldest, just got in high school, needed uh, help with math homework. I'm like, great, let's do it. Let's do math homework because I'm good at math. And 30 minutes later, after I'd ripped up every sheet of paper, I couldn't figure it out. And so parents, you don't know everything. And hear me, it's okay. It's okay. And so asking questions, here's what it does. When you ask your kids open-ended, maybe some hard, maybe some challenging questions, even about yourself, it does three things. It invites ownership from your kid by showing them humility and showing them that you are growing. I'm saying again, when you ask some of these questions of your kids, it invites ownership from them because it shows your humility and it shows that you're still growing. And so there are age-appropriate questions to ask. I, you probably shouldn't ask your three-year-old, hey, if mommy and daddy die, where do you want to live? That's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad question. The answer, if you do ask, is with Jeremy, though. Yeah, Jeremy, you, we'll take it. We'll Jeremy's yeah. basement. Yeah. Yeah. Take it all. But here's some examples of questions. You can Simple questions, just like this, hey, 
how do I use my iPhone? How do I play this game? How do I let them take the ownership and answer that? Or maybe it's a spiritual one. Here's a question we are asking as our family. We've got some friends, some family friends that we desperately want to know Jesus. And so we sit down and we say to our kids, hey, how should we minister to them? How can we show them Jesus? I don't have the answers, but maybe my kids do. Or maybe it can be as simple as just a practical day-to-day. Hey, this weekend, how can we have fun as a family? So when you ask those type of questions, it shows humility, and it shows that you're still growing, and it lets them have some ownership into what you decide as a family. Yeah, definitely. So we think that this skill, this art of asking questions, is so important, not only to parenting, but really even in our youth ministry. We went over this in an extended form uh, for our leaders last year because we think the art of asking questions is huge. But it takes time, takes practice, and you have to work at it. So come up with some great questions for your kids this week and give them an opportunity to pour out their lives and their hearts to you. If you need some resources on this, uh, we've got great lists of questions. Remember, you can Google just random questions to ask. And uh, if you need to, you can email us. We can help get you some of those if there's specific things you're going through and you want to ask those things. Um, So again, this won't happen overnight. You won't suddenly become a skilled question asker. Sometimes you'll fall into the default mode of asking one word or um, closed questions and maybe just not asking questions at all. Um, Your kids won't suddenly want to talk to you for hours at a time, but it will build over time if you start to open up that atmosphere. If you start to build those personal times in um, where you can be, where you can ask questions, where you can provoke thought, where you can spark more questions, and you can just show your humility. Become a great question asker. It is worth your time. It is worth the relationship with your kids. and It is worth the future of them and their minds. Um, give them an opportunity to talk, and they, they will start to. And so um, coming up, we've got lots of stuff going on in student ministry. Uh, you can find a calendar online on the website uh, indianolcc.org that has all the things coming up. You should check that out. If you've got any questions, you can email us. Uh, if there's anything you'd like us to talk about in the Parent Podcast or any questions you have for us, um, email us, give us a call, stop by the office, let us know, and we'd, we'd love to hear from you and cover some of those topics. Um, but again, the Parent Podcast is for you to encourage, equip, and empower you to parent well. Uh, We're not trying to take your job. We're not trying to do anything for you. We're trying to come alongside you and help you. Um, You're with them 98% of the time. Uh, You know them best. We just want to help you parent well. So uh, thanks for listening. Hope you have a great day, and we'll talk to you next time.